Alright, so UFC 250, oh fucking hell, just hit my head, uh, UFC 257 goes down this weekend, it's Dustin Poirier against Conor McGregor, it's a rematch, it's the second time they're fighting each other, they're going to be facing off in the octagon, again, round two, fight, um, the UFC have been quite good to us over the last seven calendar days, this is going to be the third event in seven calendar days, I've just finished watching uh, Chiesa against Magni, who can forget? Holloway against Cater on Saturday night. And this coming Saturday, unfortunately, we go back to their America-friendly time. How fucking dare they? I'm not really looking forward to it, but slightly, a little bit, I am. And the reason why I'm looking forward to it is I always equate a big UFC event to me sitting in that bed over there, watching the fight on that TV over there, four or five in the morning, in the dark, in my duvet, by myself, like some sort of sad, fat prick. And I enjoy it. That's what I fucking live for. This is what we fucking live for. All right? Now, I don't know whether um, I actually really enjoy watching it at a more reasonable, sociable time, so I can, you know, sit down, have a few beers, maybe, you know, be around actual human beings rather than scrolling through Twitter and that. But every time there's a big fight, that's how I've watched it. So I'm looking forward to doing that again come Saturday night. Now, before I talk about the actual fight, Dustin Poirier against Conor McGregor, please do subscribe to the channel. If you're new, hit the like button, subscribe. It helps with the growth of the channel. It really helps with the growth of the channel, guys. But it, honestly, it does. I hate saying stuff like this, but it helps with, it helps with us grow. We want to grow together, and that's what 2020 is all about. And I tell you who else has been growing. It's Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor. What a segue that was, eh? Look at me transitioning transit I'm, I'm like a fucking tv presenter these days but it's true though look the narrative going into this fight is the growth of dustin Poirier. look how he's grown like the first time he fought conor mcgregor he just wasn't ready mentally for that type of a fight at that point in his career but now he's flourished he's 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 moved up in weight and since he's moved up in weight he's um had these um big massive fights he's main evented multiple different events he fought for the interim title against max holloway and he decimated max holloway and then he fought khabib for the the the, the unified title but he lost that fight but He's had several main events. He's shown himself. He's 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 an elite mixed martial artist. He's grown as a man. You know, he's got a, a daughter. He's got this charity foundation. He's done. He's he's got so much more experience, and he's going to take all of that into this fight. And we're going to see the, see a better version of Dustin Poirier. And I don't know why I'm using a different voice to say all of that because I fucking agree with all of it. Like I, I agree that what we're seeing at the moment, it's the best version of Dustin Poirier and the reason why it's the best version of Dustin Poirier is all of that shit I've just said the experience of him fighting elite competition on a regular basis of him headlining events on a regular basis um, and when I say growth about Conor McGregor it's weird because it's kind of like a regression but a growth at the same time because on one hand people are talking about how oh um conor mcgregor's gone back to his old self you can tell he's training again this is serious common conor this is a well-trained conor this is a motivated conor just like he was the first time he fought dustin poirier so it kind of sounds like it's a bit of a regression but it's not because for me regression is kind of like a negative word it's got never negative connotations about it but what it is is conor mcgregor getting to the height of his fame and fortune and 
going through trials and tribulations in life and then he's kind of thought you know what what actually matters most to me is my family my community and the sport I love so that's what I'm going to dedicate myself to and that's what he did last year when all this corona stuff hit you saw Conor McGregor on the front lines donating kind of ventilators and PPE equipment and god knows what else and doing speeches like a better than most politicians about you know honestly like doing speeches better than most politicians that you see on TV now like and it seems like he's grown but with that growth he's held on to what means the most to him and it was what meant the most to him all those years ago when he beat Dustin Poirier the first time so all right let's talk about Dustin Poirier first how can he or how you know what are the what are the keys to victory it's a term that's used quite a bit in 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 MMA what are the keys to victory for Dustin Poirier the first thing that you'd have to say um the perception of Conor McGregor is one of his deficiencies one of his negative points is his um, endurance his gas tank um, we saw him we saw him in the first Nate Diaz fight get tired and lose that fight we saw him flagging in the Khabib fight and he obviously lost that fight we saw him take periods of rounds off in the second Nate Diaz fight because it felt like that he couldn't like the pace of the fight was was getting to him and um that's one thing that Dustin Poirier has in abundance his endurance like his last fight against Dan Hooker like that was a knockout knockdown drag out war it was a fight of the year contender it was a it was a brutal brutal fight between two guys that just didn't take their foot off the gas and if you're going to fight for 25 minutes like that when you go and check your gas tank and you stick your dipstick in there you better hope you got a bit of petrol on the end of it and every time Dustin Poirier stuck his dipstick in his gas tank there was a little bit of diesel left so he kept going and he kept going and he kept chugging along and he ended up winning that fight so that's definitely the perception is that that's definitely an advantage that Dustin Poirier has. <clears throat> Another advantage that the perception is that uh, Dustin Poirier has is he's a better rounded mixed martial artist. Um, I think the perception, and I keep using the perception because I'm just telling you guys what people are saying about these two guys, and then I'm just going to give you my opinion after afterwards, right? So the perception on Dustin Poirier is he's a better rounded mixed martial artist. <clears throat> So you'd have to say that Conor McGregor um, has more advantages in if the fight was to just play out stand up, if they were both to just kickbox with each other. But if Dustin Poirier is able to get close and tie him up and clinch with Conor McGregor and wear on him and get into grappling exchanges with him and hit the deck, wrestle with him and, and get into a, a jiu-jitsu, a BJJ match and try kind of swapping submission attempts with him, um, that is a advantage that the perception is that Dustin Poirier has he's a better rounded mixed martial artist and the thing with that is and this is what I think Dustin Poirier's game plan is going to be is to get close to uh, Conor McGregor is not to stay in the, the, the kind of stand-up range that Conor McGregor can um, exploit Dustin Poirier on and what I mean by that is if they're in a range that Conor McGregor can hit him that's not where he wants to be and that sounds quite obvious but he either wants to be outside of that or way inside tied up and and and, and roughing him up effectively early on 
Um, we saw something similar in the second Nate Diaz fight because early on, Conor McGregor, and this is just from memory, this isn't, I haven't watched this fight since it happened all those years ago. But from memory, early on, Conor McGregor was having all the success on the feet. And then Nate Diaz slowly but surely started getting in close with him and clinching with him and then dirty boxing and hurting him. And then towards the end of the fight, it kind of became a more even stand-up affair. And I think that's what Dustin Poirier's game plan is going to be going into the fight. I think he's going to try and rough him up um, and try and drag him into deep waters. And once he's into deep waters, he's going to try and empty his gas tank out on him and unleash a barrage of punches and strikes and try and finish the fight i think that's what dustin poirier is going to have to do to win this fight um one thing that i'm quite interested in seeing and this is just an unknown and when it comes to any big fight I, I say this every time i talk about a big fight but one thing that really excites me about big fights is there's always an element of unknown there's questions that need to be answered on fight night and there's no way of having a good read beforehand on what the answer to those questions are going to be and the question for me is this the first time Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier fought was at 145 pounds and clearly you can see by the frame of these two men and just by looking back at pictures and videos of weigh-ins of, of both of them at 145 pounds, it's a weight division that neither of them it feels like should have been fighting at because they're both skeleton, they're skin on bones at that weight class. And fighting in that division, Conor McGregor was able to knock Dustin Poirier down with a single shot. And a question that I have is Dustin Poirier recently has shown a very good chin. And for me, having a good chin isn't just being able to take a shot because people like it, it's been able to take a shot. Yeah, but also it's been able to take a shot, be hurt, but still be able to have enough control of your body to nullify follow up strikes and tie up and hold your opponent until you're able to recuperate. And that's a skill that Dustin Poirier seems to be very good at. And I saw him do it multiple times against Dan Hooker, against the fence. And Dan Hooker would unleash a, a, a combination and you could see Dustin Poirier's rocked. But he's not a guy that, 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 um, that panics under that pressure. And he seems to be able to, all right, fuck, I'm hurt. All right, I better hold him. I better, I better get close and hold him. Or, or he'll throw back. He'll throw back. So Dustin Poirier does have that skill set if Conor McGregor's to hurt him. Like the question is, can Conor McGregor hurt him with a single shot or with a combination? Hurt him enough to 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 incapacitate. Is that a word? Basically put him in a position where he, he can't fight back or he can't do anything to stop the fight from being stopped by the referee. Does that make sense? So uh, that's kind of where I see the fight from Dustin Poirier. From Conor McGregor's point of view, I think... I think Conor McGregor suffers from his own fame and stature outside the sport. And the reason I say that is I feel like people don't give him enough credit for how good he is as a mixed martial artist just because of the celebrity and the fame he's attained outside of the Oxygen. And with all of that celebrity and fame comes a load of casual fans who only really tune into conor mcgregor fights but they love talking about it on social media so they'll give their two pence worth when the two pence worth ain't really worth a single penny does that make sense so they share an opinion and then there's us people us lot who sit there watching every event week in week out and you read something on twitter and you think to yourself oh for fuck's sake it's conor mcgregor fight week 
and it drains on you as a as a, a genuine fan of the sport because you sit there and you watch these these the, the these people that and they have every right to share their opinion like we don't have autonomy over social media or people talking about this sport on social media everyone has every right to say whatever they want right but i feel like a lot of people because of these kind of um casual fans they they just automatically like try to downplay Conor's skills like the more a casual fan says how great Conor McGregor is a hardcore fan will go and say oh no he's Conor McGregor isn't like they'll find a reason why Conor McGregor um, isn't as good as what this casual fan deems him to be and over the years I feel like Conor McGregor's been a bit of a uh, been a bit of a victim of his own success and I don't feel like he gets the level of credit he deserves as a mixed martial artist. Because look, the fact of the matter is, when he went and won the featherweight title, he fought the who's who in that division. When he became the champ champ and beat Eddie Alvarez, a lot of people thought that Eddie Alvarez is too good for Conor McGregor. Myself included, I predicted that Eddie Alvarez was going to beat Conor McGregor. And what we saw was a clinic we saw one of the best um victories by a title challenger in the ufc history do you know what i mean We've, we we saw one of the best performances in a title fight by a challenger in ufc history when conor mcgregor defeated eddie alvarez four years ago whenever it was and the reason he was able to do that is because he's a bloody good fighter. It's as simple as that. There's no two ways about it. Yeah, he's got his deficiencies, but so has everyone else. There's very few fighters that are great everywhere. I'm looking at you, John Jones. I mean, apart from, there's literally a handful of names that you could, it's hard to pick a, um, a massive flaw in their, in their, in their arsenal, in the tool set. Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, um, so Conor McGregor, his keys to victory. Look, if Dustin Poirier, if Dustin Poirier does try to clinch, try to wrestle, try to get him down, try to push him up against the fence, I think Conor McGregor has the tools and the ability to stop that. Like, we saw some very good defensive wrestling from Conor McGregor against Khabib um, just watching and I don't know this myself but just watching analysis by people more knowledgeable than me like technically he was doing the right things against Khabib until he got tired and he gave a position and he kind of got choked out right like I don't know whether Dustin Poirier has the ability and just the physical strength to manhandle Conor McGregor the way that Khabib was able to so what that says to me is I feel like Conor McGregor deserves more credit for his skills as a mixed martial artist, not just in the stand-up, but in the jiu-jitsu, wrestling, grappling, whatever you want to call it. In terms of what I think he's going to do to win the fight, it's, it's what he always does. Light on his feet, move in and out, set traps and look for the big shots, but not force them. Which is which is what he's really good at, in my opinion. You see a lot of fighters that carry power, but they're always looking for that big shot, winging big punches in that their opponent 
are able to see early doors and move out of the way from slip from. Conor McGregor is very good at disguising his big shots from coming in by peppering his opponent with small shots, little kicks to the leg, little jabs to the body, and then bang, a big one will come over the top that you're not anticipating. How do I see this fight going? I think Conor McGregor wins. I think, I think for me personally, out of all of the, out of all of the um, options that were available to him in terms of big names at the top of the lightweight division, Dustin Poirier was the best name for Conor McGregor, both from uh, the point of view of um, who's done the most in the division at that moment and who's available, but also from a styles make fights point of view. And I think Dustin Poirier's style um, is a kind of style that Conor McGregor is is well-equipped to defeat. Like, when Dustin Poirier fights other fighters, it's always a just a stand-up fight. Like, you don't often see Dustin Poirier trying to take people down. Um, he, he prefers to stand. Let me bang, bro, stand and bang. Do you know what I mean? He agrees. He, 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 he prefers to stand, sorry. And so does Connor. So if, I feel like if Dustin Poirier is going to try and switch up his game plan or his style to negate what Connor's good at, that might play into Connor's hands. Because that's not Dustin Poirier's plan A. Dustin Poirier is going to be going to plan B. Whereas Connor's always just going to try and do plan A. Do you know what I mean? So I feel I feel like I feel like Dustin Poirier gets hit way too often. Um, just judging by the Dan Hooker fight. And I know that fight's different because Dan Hooker is a lot taller than Conor McGregor and taller than Dustin Poirier. So the reach might have been a bit of an issue. And Dan Hooker is a, a very well-accomplished kickboxer. And those knees and those kicks were having an effect on Dustin Poirier as well. But I feel like Conor McGregor is just a better stand-up fighter. And just kind of as a... Like... I just... I can't see Dustin Poirier. I can't. I can't see Dustin Poirier winning this fight. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. I, I, I won't be surprised if he does because he's an elite martial artist, like I mentioned before. But I just, I just can't see it. I just can't see it happening. So that's my prediction. I think Conor McGregor wins. I think Conor McGregor finishes Dustin Poirier. Um, and I think if he's going to finish Dustin Poirier, it will happen by the third round. But if he doesn't finish Dustin Poirier, and if if Conor McGregor does start to wane, I think it will be a points points victory after obviously five five vicious rounds. But I am I am looking forward to this fight. I think it will be an entertaining fight. I think it will be one that we will be talking about for a few weeks to come at least. Let me know what you guys think, man. Put your comments below. Don't be scared to hit the like button. Share this with a friend if you've enjoyed it. Sorry, I've gone a little bit long. But I had to get a few things off my chest, you know. So, yeah, subscribe, like, share, all of that good stuff. Um, you can also subscribe to this as a podcast. So you don't have to watch it on YouTube. You can just listen to it. Um, links to all different podcast platforms are in the description. Um, I'll catch you guys in my Dan Hooker, Michael Chandler video. Bye.